get the full bonfire experience on your screen youtube.com slash bonfire sports thumbs up subscribe you'll know when we're live enjoy the games Chris Walby joining me for season three of game wow. day Winnipeg preseason game number one on tap Saturday afternoon for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Bluto, how you doing, man? Well, I know you don't like my hat. I'm wearing a NASCAR hat, so you're a little you upset, are. but I told you I'm racing to get here because it's time. Boy, that offseason seemed like it just dragged and dragged. And here we are, you know, just about to talk about you know, another year for the Bombers and another tough year uh, for the Edmonton Elks. Hopefully they're going to rebound. But, man, a uh, nice test tomorrow. Uh, looking forward to it. Just, it. It's nice to feel that uh, that football fever in your body again. Yeah, I agree. You know, all things said and done, you know, we're going to get into a ton on the show today, as we always do. We got a depth chart for you. The Blue Bombers didn't put out a depth chart, but we've got a depth chart. It's the Bonfire Sports Annual way way too early depth chart i've been at camp uh to break it all down for you guys we're going to look at the roster who's dressing who's not for the winnipeg blue bombers and then for edmonton well this is their second preseason game chris they already uh, played on sunday a lot, yeah probably playing a lot more veterans this is uh you know they've got a bit of a break before their first season game well but, we're going to uh, look at where you want you, you got a test right now yeah. so a lot of the veterans will get a little bit more playing time as they usually do usually a half uh, you know, it depends on what Chris Jones has. You know, he kind of, you know, marches to his own drummer, so we can't really tell how he's going to play it. Uh, but I expect that you'll see, uh, you know, Cornelius Taylor be starting at quarterback. Uh, so they got, they, you know, they, they've. I, I, I know one thing. I'll just say this. Mm -hmm. Chris Jones will not have two bad years in a row. I make a little joke about the Elks. I just don't see this guy having two bad years in a row. I know that everybody is, you know, the prognosticators are saying right now that the Elks will end up in the basement. I don't know. Um, you know, the quarterback is a huge thing for me, but I just think that he's such a defensive guy and uh, he's changed a lot of guys in there. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, I, I think the Elks are going to be a lot better this year. Uh, just another year of Chris Jones. Look, I, I've got a ton of respect for Chris Jones as a football mind, as a manager, yeah, as a no. coach, he finds ways to win football games. Uh, the Elks have not won a game at home in forever. I mean, yeah. no wins last season at Brickfield at Commonwealth. Um, so, you know, even in the preseason, they're going to be fighting tooth and nail against the Winnipeg Blue Bombers Saturday afternoon to, to try to get a win. But I think they're going to be a lot better in the West. I think Saskatchewan yeah. is a bit of a tire fire. I know Bombers fans are going to be happy to hear that uh, assessment from me. Um, but Calgary is probably going to be a, a good football team. BC, I don't think we can expect, Chris, BC to be the same team they were last year because of minus one player. And I'm not talking about Stove Richardson. I'm talking about Nathan Rourke. Yeah, I agree with you on that, but I, I, I'm a big fan of Vernon Adams Jr. Um, I think who's the, who's they got to picked up the backup guy. Who's the backup right Dane now? Dane Evans. Oh, it's Dane Evans from Evan, uh, from Hamilton. Mm -hmm. I think they got a great one, two punch. Uh, I think that they're going to be pretty good. I mean, uh, I think BC is going to be better than people think. That's my opinion. <laughs> um, you know, I know that you talked about stovepipe and uh, you know, that he obviously never could recover from that Tony, uh, Achilles, uh, his career is over. And that's the one thing about football, right? You're one play away from the ending of your career. So, uh, but let's talk about Edmonton for one thing. I'm going to say if there's a game they can win because it's their second preseason game and the bombers, even though we'll put up their chart and you'll see who they're dressing and not playing. I think that they're going to arrest so many guys. <laughs> this is an opportunity for the Elks to have a win at the, at their stadium, at the Commonwealth. No, they're they're going to go full bore. And the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, meanwhile, well, are we going to see a lot of Zach Kolaris? Probably not. I don't not. think you'll see any. I, right? I don't think you'll see any. Um, Take a look around the league. Bo Levi's not playing first game against Hamilton. 
Uh, Cody Fajardo is not playing first game for Montreal. Uh, Nor should these guys. They shouldn't be. They shouldn't be. Well, look at Mazzoli. Mazzoli's not starting first exhibition for uh, Ottawa. They shouldn't be. Yeah. So Zach Zach Kolaris is dressing. He will be dressed and on the sidelines. Yeah. But I don't even know if we're going to see a snap. Waste of tape. Why do you want to tape his ankles? He's not going in. This (laughs) is an opportunity for Drew Brown and Josh Jones and Tyrell Pigrom to to get an opportunity to showcase who can be the number three guy. Uh, You go to the camp all the time. You follow it. Um, You know, Drew Brown, they had a nice article on him and a nice interview with him earlier this week about how he's just, you know, really blossomed and he loves to be working under Zach Kolaris. Kolaris is always telling him, you know, they're great friends. They have a great relationship and they have a great quarterback room. That's the biggest thing. So, but you're looking at the rookie, as you look at the depth chart here, I mean, Tyrell Pigrome, uh, you know, first-year player. Josh Jones, first-year player. Drew Brown's got two years under him. They lost Dakota Prukop, who was really good in short yardage. So who's going to be that, you know, that short yardage guy? That'll be an interesting thing, too. Well, here, here's the thing, Chris. We, we know what we got in Kolaris. We know what we got in Drew Brown, who has looked really good. Drew Brown has looked yep. really good in camp this season. This guy is a future starter in the CFL. Chris, you know I've been saying this for 12 months now, Drew Brown will be a starter in the CFL someday, whether that's with the Bombers or elsewhere. He is entering a contract season, will be a free agent as it stands right now in uh, February of 2024 at the end of this season. Um, Josh Jones, big bodied quarterback, big arm, more of a traditional style quarterback. uh, Tyrell Pigram, small quarterback. Body type reminds me a lot of Kevin Glenn, small, shifty, but he's got a great arm as well. Uh, you know, you see him throw a little bit of sidearm kind of, uh, uh, you know, uh, off, uh, schedule plays and that sort of thing. Shifty, uh, both Josh Jones and Terrell Pigram were division two quarterbacks, uh, in the NCAA, Chris. And, you know, for, uh, for the Winnipeg blue bombers, it depends the direction they want to go, right? What direction do they want to go? with their number three quarterback for short yardage, big body or smaller guy. It could be a toss up. I have a theory, but what do you think? I kind of like what you're saying there. I kind of agree with you a bit. I think you have everybody in Josh Jones. I think the fact that Tyrell Pigrom has the ability to extend plays with his legs. They say he's got a great arm. He does. He's got great quick feet. And I think in the CFL, when you have this huge field at your advantage, that if you can extend plays, you're not standing back there. And I'm not saying Josh uh, Jones will be a pylon back there, but he probably doesn't have the escapability that a pigram does. So if I'm looking for somebody that can make big plays out of nothing, especially in that first exhibition game, I might lean toward Tyrell Pigram to have the bigger plays because he has that uh, excellent footwork and the ability to escape. But you know as well as I do, a lot of... Oh, did we lose you, Chris? I don't have any audio for you, buddy. Make sure you're plugged in tight. Oh, gosh. What happened to you, bud? <laughs> I think what happened there, there you buddy, go. is... Uh, now you're back. This is an old, this old computer, but it's okay. One day I'll get some money and uh, put it new. But anyway, well, what I was saying... Speak, though, that speaking I of which, I'll, I'll cut you off right there because, you know, a little bit of a segue here. You're interested in sponsoring... Segway. Game day Winnipeg, bonfire midweek, uh, game day after dark, pregame, postgame, midweek, as we always do here, covering the Bombers top to bottom. If you want to sponsor, if you want to get your brand, your name, your business, whatever, out there, we have an incredibly engaged audience. I'm seeing everybody in the live chat. Great to see everybody back for 2023. Thanks for joining us as always. If you haven't yet, hit that like button. Don't wait, just do it. Subscribe um, and hit the comments. We, we appreciate all that. Um, but that said, Chris, back again this season. Oh yes, it's our good friends at Shannon's Irish Pub, 175 Carlton Street. Uh, if you've never been to Shannon's Pub, it's a must go. Eclectic, unique, one-of-a-kind atmosphere underneath the streets of downtown Winnipeg. Uh, just a saucer pass down the block from true North square. You can't miss it. 
awesome food. Like, yes, this is a traditional pub. It's got that, you know, wood and, and uh, basement arches and uh, speckle, uh, spackle on the walls and all that sort of stuff. Awesome wood and taps. As you see, 21 beers on tap. They are awesome. But the food is off the charts, Chris. Not just pub food, way beyond Gerard, Louise, the entire team at Shannon's Irish Pub, they will take care of you. They got specials before and after every Blue Bombers game, every Jets game. They're open every day. Go check them out. Shannon's Irish Pub, 175 Carlton Street, or hit them up online, shannonsirishpub.ca. You know they're one of my faves, Chris. I think that's great. I think we should get a hat and one of the broadcasts because, you know, you always wear your bonfire, you're pushing the brand, which is great. Uh, I, I, for me, I'm, you know, I can go with anywhere because I got a NASCAR hat today. I'll have a bomber hat tomorrow, but maybe your kids keep stealing your hat. They keep stealing the bonfire hat, uh, <laughs> but maybe we need a Shannon hat. You know, let's give him a little pump wearing yeah. that hat on the broadcast. You know what I mean? Well, I yeah, even, said even, even Chris will be walking down the street with a Shannon's Irish pub hat. That would be sponsorship in itself. I love the logo. And I love the fact you got 21 types of beers and, you know, one day I'll take a taxi down there cause I won't drive. No, sir. And, uh, you know, work my way through that list. Yeah, I'm done with that. You know, I am, I am a renowned beer drinker. I love my beer. That's my number one thing. So uh, that'd be a fun time to do it. And I, I really do appreciate them being on board again this year. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, go check them out. 175 Carlton Street, Shannon's Irish Pub. More than beer. Like they got the stuff on tap. They got the bottles in the fridge. Yeah. Uh, th- they take care of their. Dr- this is the other thing. Scotch, whiskey, cocktails. Top to bottom, they got you covered. Uh, always a great time there. I think they have karaoke like three nights a week, Chris. It's pretty, uh, uh, pretty oh, awesome. That's probably for you, buddy. That, that might be for I'll, me. Because, uh, you know, people don't know this, and I'm just going to throw this out there. It's pretty funny. And, yeah. I, you know, you phoned me before the broadcast today, and I know we're talking bombers, but we got a lot of stuff. But I uh, I guess for the long weekend, I must have locked my, locked my uh, Grey Cup keys somewhere. I can't find them. So I was in a total panic today to find them. No word of a lie. The big man is out with a shovel checking my dog's droppings to see if the dog ate the rings. Unfortunately, after much separating, the rings were not there. So now I've kind of figured out it. I must have hid them somewhere. But so you're even you're stabbing man, even the dog big man makes mistakes, man. You're stabbing dog crap in the backyard with a shovel. That's what you're yep, doing. Yep, that's your buddy. You didn't have the rubber it, gloves or no? Found two pieces of gold though. Uh, but no, I'm just, it was, you know, I just, uh, you have to laugh at yourself because when you phone me, I was in a panic and I basically, I think the wife might've hit my rings just cause I cleaned the house looking for them. So, you know, I went through every room, well, every drawer, go. threw a bunch of stuff out. So, but yeah, I, you know, just one of those funny things. And then of course, now we do the broadcast. I'm happy long weekend, uh, not long weekend, but uh beautiful weekend. I should say mm-hmm. plus 30. Uh, this is you know, I can't beat it. And I love being back with you doing this show, man. That's a great thing. So uh, I agree with you. And I'll just say one last thing that uh, I know there's going to be some sponsors. I've talked to a couple of people already that are looking to get on board, brother. So I think we'll be okay. And uh, But there's more, you know, lots of room. So come yep. on in. Yep. So pregame, postgame, uh, bonfire midweek, Wednesday, 730 as it stands right now. That might change if the Bombers play on Thursday. Because, Chris, you and I, game day Winnipeg pregame. Every game, the day before the game will go live. But of course, we're available on all your podcast platforms uh, and uh, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, LinkedIn. Uh, We're trying to get it on Instagram, too. So uh, be sure to check that out. And I'll have lots of stuff uh, on the side, too. Just, you know, short little bits. I'll hop on, you know, answer some uh, some questions uh, from fans and, uh, you know, dig into the news uh, as it goes. But how about we pull up the Bonfire Sports uh, Annual Way too early depth chart. Uh, Let's get into it here. This is how we have it. Oh, look at that, how it slides in and everything. So here is how I have the Winnipeg Blue Bombers offense to start. uh, Of course, Stanley Bryant, Jeff Gray, Chris Kolonkowski, Pat Newfeld, Jamarcus Hardrick uh, across the top, uh, starting on the offensive line. Chris, this is how it finished. Last year, we obviously know that um, Michael Couture left via free agency, go back to his home province uh, and join yep. the BC Lions. Tui Ellie back again uh, was on the suspended list uh, during uh, COVID-19. Um, but uh, back with the team, Michael Shea, a big fan of his, uh, seems to be a guy, not seems to be a guy, has been explicitly said to be a guy that just loves being at the facility and playing football 
He's happy to be back. The Bombers are happy he's back signing a long-term deal. Him and Liam Dobson are going to be pushing Jeff Gray, Chris Kolonkowski at these uh, two national starting spots. What do you see in those guys? Well, I, I like their starting line. I don't expect them to play very long. I would I would anticipate that the starting lineup of offensive line plays one quarter, if that. I think you'll probably see Kolonkowski a little bit more because basically he just played the last part of the year last year. But, uh, you know, when you look at all these guys, you, you know, Hardwick doesn't have to play. Brian doesn't have to play. Um, Jeff Gray maybe plays a little bit more. And then, as you say, you mentioned Tui, uh, the, uh, you know, the fact that he came back. He came back because of O'Shea. Mm-hmm. I think the other team, I don't think he came back. I think they, they wanted mm-hmm. him back, and he had a great time here. And, again, we talk about this day in and day out. The culture that they have built at this facility is second to none. I don't care if it's NFL, XFL. But in the CFL, man, they just they did. players want to play here and they want to stay here, and that's the biggest thing. And I'm happy to see he's back because uh, he's going to be a heck of a football player. I think you know, um, yeah, he, he is. Guy. Yeah, he is you know, a heck of a football player. Oh, and look, Liam Dobson, he played a little bit last year. Yeah, uh, he's he's a big kid too. I mean, he, he was back up and played a little tight end. Uh, then you got you know uh, you got Machino, you know Tamoya Machino getting a chance uh, to play. I Japanese global get a lot more time. Uh, you know, this is this is where the live bullets are too. Uh, you know, Darren. I mean, training camp. I think they put the pads on once. They're all wearing those helmets now. They're called. I, I believe they're called gladiator hats. Yeah, gladiator uh, cap. Yeah, cap. Yeah, it looks like an upside down planter. So on their they, head. they only they only wear them when they go pads. So that'll be like yeah, well, once a week during the season, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. At I know. And I saw them where I'm at. But hey, listen. I think it's pretty smart. They say it reduces the potential for, uh, you know, concussions and future, you know, I- injuries to the brain by like 35 to 40 percent. So that's a great thing. Uh, you know what? You risk looking good by being a little safer. But as you say, they only have contact once a week. So this is why I'm saying tomorrow is huge mm-hmm. because the rookies may get one day of live one-on-ones. And I'm talking, you know, the offense versus defensive line. And now when it's live, when the bullets are firing, and you got guys coming trying to earn a spot. And now you got Edmonton and some of the guys on there, like AC Leonard, you know, uh uh Ceresna is a great had a great year for Edmonton, one of the bright spots for Did the Elks. Yeah. They're gonna come at these guys. I mean, I, I expect Chris Jones to pull everything out. He's not gonna be sitting back trying to play vanilla. He's gonna try and put some pressure on whoever plays quarterback for the bombers. You know, when when Drew will probably I figured Drew Brown will probably start a half. I'd give Drew one and two. And then I'd give uh, Tyrell and uh, Josh Jones uh, three and four, let them wrap up. So I'll, uh, I'll challenge you on that, Chris. Yeah, you challenge I, me, bro. I, I think the uh, I think the Winnipeg Blue Bombers are going to give Drew Brown two, three series. Maybe a quarter yeah. and a half. Depends, right? If they score quick, that's a pretty quick series. So I, I think it, it can change. But they want to see these guys. They know what well, they got in Drew Brown. They want to I see agree. Terrell Pigram. They want to see Josh Jones. So I'm thinking at least a quarter for each of these two new quarterbacks for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. I think they'd be foolhardy if they spent a bunch of time giving Drew Brown reps. Yeah, he wants them, but he can get some next week as well. I think He's now, this week. first preseason game, you want Josh Jones and Terrell Pigram to go out there try some things, make some mistakes, get some film against some legit competition, and then spend the week ahead of that preseason game at home working on the things they did and, and they and they didn't do well. Well, see, I agree, but you know what? You just said basically what I said, but here, they may not. I think Drew Brown's going to play a half. Now, whether that's first, and I mean a half a game, he yeah. may play the first quarter and the third quarter. They may show Pigram in the second quarter and Josh Jones in the fourth. I just think that each of those uh, backups, the first year guys, will get a quarter at least. Yep. But I do believe Drew Brown needs reps. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, he's got, had a great camp. But again, a camp is one thing where they're not really coming 100 miles at you. Now when you got guys trying to take your head off, you know, I think that, you know, I give him a little bit more time. You know, if someone, what are you going to do? Here's a, here's a little uh, predicament you want to think about. Tyrell Pigram, say he comes in. I'm just going to throw his name out just because he's the first on the depth chart I'm looking at. Yep. He That's comes out and just 
And, and, and hey, listen, he just goes down the field three or four times and does some fantastic things. Do you think there's a potential of him, if he's that good or if he shows that much, does he push Drew Brown for number two? So you're giving Drew Brown number two right now. Mm-hmm. And I say on the chart, absolutely. But what if one of these young guys comes in and a young upstart and and just plays lights out? What do you do? Do you keep my third or do you put the battle on Drew Brown to a battle for second place or a second guy? Right. I mean, th- that's that's an absolute possibility. Um, just looking at the time here, Chris, man, it, it flies by. Let's let's continue to uh, break down the Blue Bombers offense going into this first preseason game Saturday afternoon. Right, so yeah. we, we, we talked about the quarterbacks. We talked about the offensive line, you know, uh, Cole Adamson switching from defensive tackle to offensive line. So a project, a guy that's probably going to be on the practice roster this season, drew Richmond back for a third season with the blue bombers. He's just been battling injury and stuck around. He's the heir apparent at tackle to either Stanley Bryant or Jamarcus Hardrick, but we'll get a look at, at, uh, Ivy and Bessent and, and, uh, Aitman jr. And, and the rest, but, uh, we'll see how that shakes out. Uh, at receiver, Chris, yeah, Kenny Lawler will dress and play uh, against his former team, the Edmonton Elks. Uh, this is not Rashid Bailey. This is Manisa Bailey, uh, somebody who uh, got into the only camp scrap I saw in 2023. No Dalton shown. He will not uh, dress or play in the preseason. Um, and, uh, a couple others, I'll, I'll just mention them off the top. Sergio Castillo, Mark Leggio, they will not dress. So they're going to let Chandler Staten. That's the American rookie kicker that they have go. He's got something, Chris Chandler Staten is a, a, a player to watch. Uh, is he going to knock off Sergio Castillo as the starting kicker? I don't think so. But again, another heir apparent, another project or prospect that the Bombers have ready to go. And then Jamison Sheehan. Oh, yes. He uh, is uh, he is, is from yeah. down under. Uh, uh, Aussie. No, uh, pardon me. I think he's uh, from New Zealand. But his name is oh. Jamison, not Jamison. Um, and then oh, right. uh, Schmitz. Those are the two global punters that were drafted this year. Uh, those guys are going to uh, let it rip uh, on Saturday afternoon as well. But at receiver... We have um, no Dalton shown. Everyone else looks good to go at tailback. Brady Oliveira practiced day one of Bombers training camp, Chris. And he hasn't practiced since. So it's been well over a week. Of course, the Blue Bombers do not talk to injuries, do not speak of them in any specific capacity. Mike O'Shea's um, uh, response across the board is they'll be ready when they're ready. So, That's right. okay, Jackson Jeffcoat practiced three, four days of camp, has not practiced since. Adam Big Hill has not taken part uh, in a meaningful capacity, but he's been on the field uh, from day one. None of those guys, Big Hill, Jeffcoat, Oliveira, uh, will travel uh, or will dress uh, in the preseason game. Winston Rose and uh, Desmond Lawrence. Uh, will not dress on the defensive side of the ball. So we can look that direction now. Winston Rose, of course, the returning corner. And Desmond Lawrence, who came midseason, was cut by the Hamilton Tiger Cats last year, Chris, was named their 2022, sorry, their 2021 Most Outstanding Rookie nominee. But now, well, or I mean, uh, a year later, he was on the outs with the Tiger Cats. The Bombers signed him, started him. He is looking to start at that cornerback spot. Uh, But Dietrich Nichols locked in at halfback. No question in my mind. This spot is open. This halfback spot on the wide side of the field. Evan Holm, Jamal Parker, Demario Houston, I think are all in the running for this halfback spot. Let's throw in these two rookies as well in Matt Cole and Abu Dharami Soare. Try that one a couple times, Chris. But I'll tell you this. I think Evan Holm... (laughs) has got a great uh, leg up on this halfback. If he, if he lives to form, mm-hmm. uh, listening to Coach O'Shea rave about his footwork, uh, great speed, has the ability to turn those hips really quickly when he's with the receiver. That's what you want. You can't have guys that got what I'd call cement feet where they get hit one way and a guy takes off and you're, and you're basically, you turn and you can't keep up. So 
I think Evan Holmes is going to be – I'm looking forward to seeing what he does. I'm excited to watch 31 on the field tomorrow. I mm-hmm. know what Nichols can – I know Alexander. Alexander, it's good to see him back. Uh, you know, you know, he, he looks bigger. He looks stronger. And, you know, he's going to bang some people around. But as you said, and there's another interesting thing I see on the, on the roster we haven't talked about, and that's Kyrie Wilson back. I know he's not going to play. He's on the six-game injured list to start the season. Him and Theadric Hansen. Before he got hurt, was having an all-star type year. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully he can, uh, you know, come back and, and resume that uphill battle he was doing and, you know, play as well. Big Hill, you know, I don't think they worry about Biggie. Biggie's one of those guys. He's probably on the sidelines doing his uh, investment material. He knows the defense better <laughs> than anybody. Yeah. I mean, he's not worried about it. They're not worried about it. When, it, when the, hey, when the light, lights go on for real, he's ready. Number four is uh, outstanding. Outstanding. My, my, you know, I played with a lot of great linebackers. He's right up with them. I mean, I never well, played Chris, Biggie, but I'm telling you now, he's, 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 be a, he's one of them. He's a Hall of Famer. He is going to well, be I'm a sure. first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. I mean, uh, you know, it's just and, – and I wanted to jump back. I mean, you talked about this kid that uh, Adamson uh, yes. is going to be going to the O-line. Mm-hmm. He – I want to see what he does because usually when you come from defense, you go to the offense, you've got great footwork. You've got good footwork, and that's what they want. Now you got to teach them a body position, uh, you know, how to come back, how to hold your hands, uh, how to get away from holding because in defense you're trying to grab guys and, and rip past them. Now he's got to, you know, keep his hands inside, you know, not get uh, holding calls that cost him. But I like the fact – he reminds me – seriously, I, I came from the D-line too. You know, I was drafted uh, yes. as a defensive tackle. So they switched me over. It's the best thing that ever happened to me because instead of a 16-year career, I would have probably had, you know, two years, one year maybe. So uh, hopefully big things for Adamson there at, uh, at the offensive guard position. So looking forward to watching. These are guys that I'm kind of looking to watch. Ricky Walker, defensive tackle. You know, we lost Casey Sales to Hamilton. Casey right. was really playing well. Well, Chris, now, he, signed, he signed like the richest – contract for uh, like a interior defensive lineman in the CFL. Yeah, that's crazy. The money they're making now, how much you guys nice cash, you know, it's crazy. Uh, Stanley Bryant is not the highest paid offensive lineman. Well, cause he's American. That blew me away. Well, no. Yeah, I know that, that Desjardins, uh, Drew yep. Desjardins, who tried out in new England and was just basically on the practice roster. Uh, you know, Ottawa, they jumped all over him and they made him the richest old lineman in the CFL right now. So, and rightfully so, guy's dominant. But it it says you know how, so how do you look at Stanley and say, hey Stanley, you know, you know if this was the NFL, Stanley Bryant would have a fifty million dollar contract, probably thirty million guaranteed. <laughs> yeah, seriously, yeah. you know that's the way. Backside yeah. tackle so important. This guy's a stud. I love the way he plays. I love the other guy on the other side as well. Um, big fan of uh, Hoppy Happy Hardrick. Uh, like the way he plays. I mean. This uh, again, you won't see a lot of these guys tomorrow, but uh, and actually, isn't there? There's a site we can go to now, yeah, and you can actually stream the game preseason live. Yeah, so you just go to the CFL's website, you'll find it there. CFL preseason live. What it is is all the games that are not on TSN. So, for example, Saturday's Bombers game in Edmonton uh, is not on TSN. So, if you watch it for free on CFL preseason live on the CFL website. You will get the Jumbotron feed from the stadium. And then what you'll hear is the home radio broadcast. So you'll hear 630 Ched. Um, That's not bad. That's still pretty good. Now, listen. Better than nothing. And and you know what? The the game last weekend was really good. It was well done. TSN should not be doing that, man. I mean, you know what? Push this game. Be proud of this game. You know, show the preseason. Get people involved. You're trying to get the young kids involved. To yeah. follow, you know, to be future season ticket holders. And now you show two games. Now, you know, their rationale that, well, it's not really that important. There's a lot of guys who won't be there. But what about the up-and-comers that do make the squad that you want to see? Uh, to me, listen, if TSN wants to be the main broadcaster, good for you guys. God bless you. But uh, then show all the games. Don't sit back on your hiney. Uh, you know, we're watching cricket. Or I'm not saying cricket's bad. Uh, but you know darts. what I'm talking about, lawn, bowl, lawn bowling champions, you know. Or the like, darts. Yeah, no, Chris. That's uh, my rap. My first rant of the year. I'm, well, yeah, it's good. And that's why I got the solo cam uh, shot for you there. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
preseason games, it promotes the upcoming season, right? And yeah, I understand it comes down to dollars and cents. That's what it is. For, for those wondering why TSN doesn't broadcast those games, it comes down to the economics of it. However, the CFL saw a gap in the coverage. They filled it. So fans that want to watch these games, they're going to be able to watch yes. them. And then, of course, Winnipeg's next preseason game. What is that on Friday next Friday week? Again. So a week out at IG Field, the Madhouse on Matheson. Uh, that is uh, game one, uh, game two of the preseason and the first home game as the Bombers look to uh, get back to the Grey Cup for a fourth straight season and try to win their third in four years. Um, okay, we've been jumping around the the the, uh, the defensive lineup a, a little bit, Chris. I'm going to pull it back up here. Um, now, you mentioned Cole Adamson, Winnipegger, University of Manitoba product, switching from D-line to O-line. He'll be someone to watch uh, on Saturday. But back to the defense, we, we talked about the defensive backfield, right? Of course, Brandon Alexander back again, and Noah Hallett, retired list right now, or released, I think, maybe not on the retired list. His brother, Nick, is back. Couple rookies here. Jake Kelly uh, is an interesting one that's uh, apparently been uh, been doing some things for the Blue Bombers. This is the one I'm looking at. Matt Cole. He'll be wearing number six, playing defensive back. I'm told he's been doing some things, which means it's not just what we see on the field during training camp, Chris. It's it's in the film room. It's uh, it's those sorts of things as well. So he's a young rookie. Uh, I think Bombers fans should look out for. Alden Darby at the dime. Of course, this is a defensive back spot. Canadian Retta Cramdy, I've got right behind him. Uh, Suleiman yeah. Karamoko, a global, I think uh, Bombers fans should know, is here as well. Uh, versatile, can play probably play safety. But if we move to the linebackers, Chris, you talked about Kyrie Wilson. On the yeah. sixth game to start the season, so it looks like second year linebacker Malik Clements well second year with the Bombers third in the CFL as he was with Edmonton prior he's probably going to be the game one starter at weak side linebacker you have the global with a new jersey number uh Les Maruo new in the CFL this year you can't have a player with zero and double zero on the same team so Les Maruo used to be double zero he has to switch to Andrew Harris's uh former 33 with the Blue Bombers but this is the guy Bombers fans need to know Barrington Wade, big, quick, can run, can tackle, obviously being a linebacker. Barrington Wade is the one I'm watching. He is somebody I think who could make an impact on the Blue Bombers defense this season. Uh, Adam Bighill, Kyrie Wilson, those are the incumbents. Malik Clements, Les Maluo, those are the guys that are definitely going to be right there. Same with Shane Gauthier. Shane Gauthier is a veteran. No, he's not the fleetest of foot. We know how good he is on special teams, but he has been somebody they plug in the middle and he is responsible and sound. But Barrington Wade is a guy I think that could be uh, a little bit of a glimpse at the future, Chris, in the Blue Bombers linebacking core. Uh, University of Iowa, big, tough school. They you know, bring up, you know, push out a lot of linebackers, 6-1. You know, 220, a nice big size for a linebacker. Still got to have that nose, and he probably does. This is why we get excited about preseason. Uh, I love seeing new guys. I love the fact you pick out some guys you want to watch because I think that's so important. And the fans get involved in seeing these guys because you've got maybe these these rookies will probably get more action today mm -hmm. or tomorrow yeah. than they will in the second game. So this is the big showcase for these guys to go out and make a couple big plays. Uh, special teams, as we talk about, is huge. Mm -hmm. We talked off the air yesterday, and, uh, you know, I said I wasn't surprised. You know, obviously, the this, this season, I think, is going to be, you know, it's going to be, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, the uh, kicker and uh, Legio will be the punter. But you never know. Um, if some, as again, this is another thing. If, if one of these guys comes in here and puts, uh, you know, starts kicking 55 yarders with quite a lot of accuracy, uh, it's going to be interesting. Another guy, too. Sorry about the, And I don't like to spend too much time with special teams because those guys uh, get paid too much anyway. Um, <laughs> you know, the, what we're but, looking at now, by the way, if, you, if you're watching uh, and, and not listening on podcast. Hey, if you're listening on podcast, 
awesome. If you want to listen on podcast, search Bonfire Sports. You'll find us on all your favorite podcast apps. But if you want to see, get the full Bonfire experience, look at these depth charts and rosters, uh, head over to uh, YouTube or Facebook. Uh, you, you'll find us there. But what we're looking at, Chris, is who will dress in preseason yep. game number one for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. But yeah, I mean, is kicker the biggest question going into 2023? I think it was until they signed Sergio Castillo. Is it still? I don't think so, but I want to see what these other kids can do. I'm really curious to see. I mean, they probably know the incumbents are there and Legio being the punter. And, uh, and you know, they've got a field goal kicker who was in, who was in Winnipeg, won a couple of Winnipeg, then he went to Edmonton. Signed a nice big contract. Very surprised they let him go. But I think that uh, Edmonton, according to them, they are going to go with Domagala, Domagala, who's a Canadian. Uh, So I think that's who they're going to go with. Uh, And another kid, another kicker by the name of Faithful. Hopefully he is Faithful. Um, (laughs) If he's married, especially. Uh, Anyway, sorry, I'm getting a little wacky right now. Uh, well, hey, it, it, it wouldn't be game day Winnipeg without a little wackiness from uh, the legend Chris Walby. Uh, Anthony Bennett, the Blue Bombers first round draft pick in 2023, uh, University of Regina Rams prior to that time in the NCAA. Uh, I think it was Central Florida. I, I could be mistaken, but either way, defensive end Anthony Bennett. Uh, Ted Wyman of the Winnipeg Sun has had a very cool series through training camp called the blue bombers rookie diary where he talks to anthony bennett pretty much every day and gets his perspective uh and you can see it kind of like blossom and grow through camp and and you know what he's seeing what he's learning what um you know is surprising him what's maybe changed his mind about some things it's a very cool series go check that out in the winnipeg sun ted wyman doing um a really cool job with that but anthony bennett Chris joins a, a, a defensive line that lost um, uh, lost uh, Jonathan Kongbo uh, to the NFL. He's now signed with the BC Lions. They snip cut veteran Sean Lemon, gave all that cash to the Canadian uh, Jonathan Kongbo. Big signing and a uh, heck of a player. But the Blue Bombers, uh, they have who, you know, we expect them to have on the defensive line. Willie Jefferson, Jackson Jeffcoat. Um, oh, yeah. Jake Thomas, uh, Ricky Walker, and, uh, you know, a couple guys are going to be pushing, but really, I think that starting four is going to be unchanged from last year to this year. I agree hundred percent. It's interesting. You mentioned Sean Lemon, if I'm not mistaken, and I could be because my mind's going all over the place today. Did he not win outstanding defensive player last year? Yeah. He was the West nominee. Yeah. West nominee. Okay. Thank you. He was the West nominee and he goes to BC I, I watched a couple of his interviews. They were all over him. I mean, you mm-hmm. talk about he's so happy to be there. He's looking forward to playing for BC. And then he cut him. And you'll wonder, what the heck's going on? Where are this guy's? I mean, he's been in a lot of teams. He's he been in a lot, of, a lot of football clubs here. So is he going to land on his feet? I think so. Yep. He gets the job done. I mean, he makes plays when he has to make plays. But uh, obviously, they've got somebody in BC that they figure can play better or more consistent than Sean Delaminator. I, I'm, I'm I was surprised by that move. I'll be honest with you. I think I think what it comes down to, Chris, is this is a move by the BC Lions that is about the future. Sean Lemon is in his last season, maybe second last season. Uh, uh, you know, the wear and tear on the body for someone like him, no doubt, a, a huge factor in this decision. Um, yeah. Look, if you asked a general manager, do you want a veteran veteran american pass rusher that produces or do you want a young canadian that has his best years ahead of him i think it was a no-brainer for the bc lions to move on from sean lemon and 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 on to uh on to i don't like like that i'll be honest with you i I agree with you to a point i think yeah you, you a lot of the older guy i remember uh wally buono the head coach of he was a bc uh winning as coach in CFL history would always, and he made the moves where he cut guys and you thought, what the hell's going on here? You got a guy that's a, a great football player still, and they're letting him go. There is no emotion. It's a business. And I understand that part of it. But I, I also think that sometimes when you have a veteran that can produce still, and you're taking a, maybe a cheaper route and a, maybe salary played a factor in that, 
A lot of times it does. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I think, are you trying to win now or are you playing for the future? And if you're playing for the future, I don't want to be on that team. I want to, I want to win now. I don't want to play for what might happen in two years down the road or next year. I need to win now because that's what it's about. You don't know how long your career is going to be. And I said before at the beginning of the show, your next play could be your last play. So, you know, it's a crazy game. Well, you know, for, for the Blue Bomb, or sorry, for Sean Lemon, rather, you know, maybe this is a good thing. I think BC's looking towards the future. Is Vernon Adams going to take them to the promised land? You know, signing Dane Evans as a number two doesn't exactly instill the hugest amount of confidence in Vernon Adams as the starter, but I think the CFL is wide open in 2023. Wide open. I think there's a lot of guys, and you hit something that I just, I'll say this. Lemon you could join a, the Ottawa Red Blacks. They could win the cup. That's what I'm saying. There Something is like that. a lot of guys playing for a rebound. I look at Cody Vajardo in Montreal. You know, I think. I look Jason at Moss, Levi, too. Bo Levi in Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, then I look at Dane Evans. I know you mentioned Vernon Jr. Adams, or Adams Jr. in BC. Dane Evans, who just had that horrible year for turning the ball over last year in Hamilton. Uh, you know, played in the Great Cup both times. I mean, this is a guy that I think, for me, will he be the? I mean, will he be the comeback player of the year? Somebody's going to be the comeback player of the year, buddy. And it might. It's. I don't think it'll be Bo Levi. Bo Levi's too good. I think Bo Levi's got a great team out there. Yeah, I think it's going to be either Cody Fajardo, in a quarterback position, or Dane Evans. And I'm. I, and I know I'm excluding Vernon Adams Jr., but I think it's those two guys. Somebody's going to come back and have a kick-ass year. I would look out for Jeremiah Masoli. I think he is probably going to be a guy that has a huge chip on his shoulder uh, after having his season ended early next year. Don't sleep on the Ottawa Red Blacks. Don't sleep on them. I think they are going to be a very good football team uh, with their new full-time head coach uh, in Bobby Dice, the Winnipegger, the former St. Fatal Mustang. Uh, shout out uh, those guys. And of course, shout out the Winnipeg Rifles Junior Program. Uh, Chris, you know, uh, of course, a football team here in the city that's near and dear uh, to both of our hearts. Um, but I wonder about Cody Fajardo reunited with Jason Moss, but now in Montreal, different division, different team, obviously, but will the remarriage of Cody Fajardo at quarterback and Jason Moss as the offensive minded, uh, head coach, will that work this time? It did not work in well, Saskatchewan. No, having said that DB, Jason Moss has always been in that Fajardo's corner and saying he wanted to play him. Dickinson, Craig Dickinson, the head coach of Saskatchewan, made the move to go to the other guys. He said, we're not getting it done. And they started playing for the future. They started playing to see what they got in a backup role. Mason Fine uh, and the other backup quarterback. But I know that Jason Moss, there was a there was a little bit of a headbutting contest going on there because Jason Moss wanted Cody still to play. So I think this might be a marriage made in heaven. The fact that now he's the head coach, uh, Jason Moss is, and he can't mm-hmm. be overruled right. to say who's going to start. He makes that decision now. So, yeah, there's a lot of good stuff to talk about around the league, man. I mean, and it's interesting, and I know we talked about the Bombers. Uh, for me, it, it's just going to be an exciting game to hear the game again, to see the game, to watch the game, to smell that game. And, I mean, yeah, you can smell a football. Go to stadium. It's just a neat experience. You're, you're uh, right. Wade Miller and and the and the crew there have done a fantastic. They had a big night yesterday, I think. Uh, some kind of a eating, taste of the bombers, uh, taste of the bombers, and I guess it went over extremely well. Um, yeah, and Wade Miller and those guys have done a great job. They've done a great job. Uh, fan Fest, Blue Bombers Fan Fest is on Sunday at IG Field. So go to their website uh, and, yeah. and and get the details on that. But there'll be a handful of players there signing autographs. They'll have stuff for the kids. They'll have food and drink and. Uh, lots of great stuff for you, but uh, yeah, it's going to be an intriguing 2023, Chris. A uh, couple things I'm, I'm noticing. Great to see everybody in the chat. A couple questions uh, people are asking. Uh, what's up with Janarian Grant? Well, he's so, suspended, eh? but I think it's what is it is a personal matter. Whoop. So I don't know. It's interesting. How about that? I've never seen that before. Whoop. What? Okay. Well, anyway, uh, Janarian Grant, yeah, placed on the suspended list. Uh, I think this is a personal matter. I don't know this for uh, sure. Yeah, definitely it is. But uh, I mean, first, having said that, and listen, Janarian, 
Boy, I tell you what, you got a guy like that returning kicks, man. you got a chance to get a touchdown every time. We also want to just jump out there and offer our condolences to Zach Kolaris on the passing of his grandmother. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry to hear that, man. Our thoughts are with you and your family. Just thought I'd throw that out there as well. Yep, absolutely. I, I think that that's well put, Chris. Uh, you know, uh, so often if a player is, is not at practice, like, what's going on? Is he hurt? Is he getting an MRI? Is he having surgery? Is it this? Is this? Is he going to be able to play this week? And a lot of the times you got to remember, these guys are humans. They have lots of things going on. You know, Jake Thomas was uh, was late to coming to training camp. He had a baby, you know, and, and was glowing about it when I when I saw him. Um, Chris, when I, when I saw him, uh, you know, on the first day or two that, that he was back, you know, he's just like, I had a baby. Like he came right up to me. He's like, I had a baby. That's where I was. You know, like he, he was almost bragging about it. So I believe he's a first time father. Right. So, uh, I think that's exciting, right? It's a great thing, man. And congratulations to Jake on that and his, and his, uh, his wife and, uh, and his newborn. Yeah. But, uh, but as we uh, start the blue bombers, go ahead. Sorry. Oh. Oh, I was just going to say, as we get close to wrapping this up, mm-hmm. just want to let you know <laughs> that I love being here. <laughs> uh, All this baby talk has got me fired up now. You know what? As soon as you realize like the show's over or Chris, we're not doing a show this week. You're going to be like, oh man, I miss it. But 45 yeah. minutes into a show, you're like, come on, let's go. I got, I got places to be. I got things oh, to do. And I love being honest with people. Because, I mean, that's who I am, and that's how you are, brother. And we, we talked yesterday and said, you know, we're just going to talk. We're not going to – we won't drag it. We'll have fun. We'll talk about this main stories, and then we'll get off the air. And today we're talking about babies and marriages and, you know, this kind of thing and personal things here. Yes, and yes. How many beers can you actually drink? You know, it's not a great thing, man. It's beautiful. It, it is a beautiful thing. Um, but as far as Janarian Grant, the Bombers have uh, – you know, he is expected back. The Bombers have a lot of options uh, at returner this year. Here's a quick look at the Edmonton Elks and how they'll dress. Important note for their second preseason game. So of course we're going to see Taylor Cornelius at quarterback. I would love to see a little bit more of Trey Ford. That's former Bombers defensive back Tyrell Ford's brother. Where is Tyrell Ford? The Bombers draft pick from last year. He's in the NFL. He signed a deal with the Green Bay Packers. Obviously, everybody excited for him and, and that opportunity uh, in the National Football League. Uh, Kyle Oxley, he was okay. I thought he was okay in, in the first preseason game. But uh, be curious to see how much of Taylor Cornelius we see against the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Um, you mentioned, I, I thought it was funny, Chris, right off the top of it. You mentioned the Canadian punter of uh, the Edmonton Elks, but I don't know if that's exactly who people are going to be looking for. You're right. Jake Ceresna, heck of a player uh, back again uh, with Edmonton. Um, Ed Ganey, big, big pickup, obviously Ed Ganey. uh, Yeah. And back to corner, normally a halfback. So maybe in his older age to say, okay, we're going to put you at a little bit uh, less of a, uh, you know, fly all over the field type position, uh, locking down the boundary corner. And then Lucius Purifoy. Man, like Chris Jones getting Luchez Purifoy for free safety. That's a monster move. Luchez Purifoy. If you don't know details about Luchez Purifoy, he may be the best athlete in the CFL. Chris, I say that with a ton of confidence. He very well may be the best overall athlete in the league. The guy is huge, strong, fast, versatile. You could put him at defensive end. He wouldn't look out of place. You could put him at corner. He wouldn't look out of place. Uh, a real weapon uh, in a Chris Jones defense. Uh, that's that's really going to be something. Yeah, they got it. And you got Josiah St. John, a right tackle on the offensive line. Uh, comeback for for him. You know, he had a he was a number one draft pick in Saskatchewan years back. Uh, getting a chance now to start at right tackle. He's evidently played pretty good the last game. And then there's that Tate. I don't know what Tate's first name is. The fourth string quarterback who really had, I guess, did a really nice job in the first uh, preseason game for Edmonton, led him to a couple draw offensive touchdown drives. So uh, you might see him more too. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting. And, you know, they've got a great running back in Brown. Uh, Dunbar Jr., the, the Elks, uh, you know, they picked up from Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arsenal from Saskatchewan, I believe yeah. he was a Saskatchewan. Old reliable. Manny Arsenal. Talk about the other guy, the big guy. The best receiver in the East – Maybe the best in the CFL last year, Eugene Lewis. Clutch, clutch, clutch. Uh, and they got the newcomer, the second-year guy, Mitchell, out in the wide side. 
they have got some weapons offensively now. So yeah, it really will be interesting to see how they come together. Yeah, absolutely agree. Uh, it's going to be a fascinating game uh, on Saturday. How much of, uh, you know, Drew Brown will we see? Will we see Zach Kolaris at quarterback? Uh, you know, some of those players on defense, Matt Cole at corner. Uh, don't get them mixed up with Brian Cole at linebacker. Matt Cole at Defensive back number six, Barrington Wade uh, at linebacker for the Blue Bombers. What is he, 54? I think he's 54. I want to make sure I get that. Yeah, but uh, either way, Chris, you know, there's a a lot to get to um, and a lot to watch uh, in this preseason game. And this is the best news of it all. You out there, we got you covered on the post-game show. Chris, you're going to probably be well-lubricated following the game, so I'm going to bring in someone else to do the post-game show with me. Very good call. Very good call. I'll be <laughs> somewhere. Maybe maybe put the boat in the water. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be good. And you know what the nicest thing is? This is the first podcast, first game we were doing the preseason. It builds so quickly after because now we get to see some of the stuff. So mm-hmm. we get to see, we get to really talk about we really can, you know, dive in the X and O's of what the Bombers are doing or trying to do offensively, defensively, special team-wise, what team is they're trying to do to them. Uh, and then, you know, you'll be excited to see. You'll see Zach. Can he be – will he be a, a three-time most outstanding player this year? There's so many questions that will be answered as the year moves on. This is what you got to do. Head over to YouTube uh, if you're watching elsewhere like subscribe don't hesitate just do it uh subscribe on uh, your favorite podcast app and then it's easy then there we are right there in your feed uh to get the latest pre-game post-game midweek and and overall throughout the week coverage uh here on bonfire sports uh and then of course as always big shout out to our good friends at shannon's irish pub 175 carlton street beers beverages, food, atmosphere, energy, karaoke three nights a week, Jets games, Bombers games. They got you covered top to bottom. Go check them out underneath the streets of downtown Winnipeg, just a saucer pass from True North Square, right in the action uh, of it all. Chris, this was fun, buddy. Uh, Let's do it again next week ahead of uh, preseason game number two. This one, that one will be at IG Field. That'll be the IJ Field against our arch rivals, uh, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, which is always a great match uh, to see what they do and how they've improved or are they going to be still falling down the old ladder. But, yeah, that's next Thursday. We'll be live, and I'm looking forward to it, but I'm really looking forward to going and trying to catch a little bit of that game tomorrow at the lake. I'm going to kind of uh, put it on my uh, iPad and see about watching some of it and uh, just see what the Bombers do. It's very hard. I remember doing CBC. It's these guys really. Another thing that's difficult when you got, you know, you can dress as many guys as you want in the preseason, and you got so many numbers. Mm-hmm. And I remember back, some teams had the same guy where you know, two different guys were the same number, and you'd be like trying to make sure you had the right name. So, no, it'll be interesting, guys. Have a good one. Appreciate you, Chris. Uh, we'll see you all on the post game show, game day after dark, right here on Bonfire Sports. See you then. God bless you, DB. God bless everybody. Good luck, Bombers. Let's go.